I really, 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 um, <laughs> how can I say? I've really been blessed in my broken times. And people look at my situations from the outside and think like, wow, how does she how does she get through that? How does she go through that? I haven't seen my daughter in two years, guys. Two years. And my blessing in regards to that is coming very soon. But even through it, there's so much that I've had to be learning. And when I used to speak about my daughter, I used to speak about her from a very painful place. And my time in Spain, honestly, really made me get comfortable with it really made me say, no, if God has given this to me, then he believes in me enough to know that I can handle it. He is not going to give me nothing more than I can bear. You get me? And I got from that place of doubt and guilt and sadness and lies, because a lot of what was associated with it was lies I made up in my head or lies I took from other people's mouth and really believed and took it on board for myself and said, yeah, that's my life or that's me. Then secondly, it made me think about as well in other situations, you know, especially what happened to me in, in Spain, it's like there were so many situations where I could have just broke, like broke, gave up on life, you know, practically could have been suicidal because it was just not, it was like, God, but you told me to come here. <laughs> so how is this all happening? And I'm telling you, it was all to bless me in a different way. And it might not have been to bless me financially. And this is the thing. I think sometimes we get trapped in this thing of thinking that God's going to bless us on the outside. But when God's, God's working on you and blessing you from the inside, it's a different thing. And the way he's been blessing me from the inside and strengthening my core in my source, in who I believe in and who I put my trust in, I had to put down a lot of things. Financially, I wasn't stable in Spain. So I had to get all this attachment to money away from me. You know, um, I never really had any friends. I never really had anybody to lean on over there. I had, I was so grateful for Word of Wisdom and I was so grateful for my girls and I was so grateful. I mean, Poor, poor, poor Tanya, because Tanya had it from the beginning to the end with me, right? And she literally was like my 911 call. And she would literally push me, go, go talk to God. God's doing something to you. God's doing something. Go talk to God. Go talk to God. Go clean it up with God. There's some things you need to sort out, Raquel. There's some things you need to change, Raquel. You need to become obedient, Raquel. You need to become obedient. And she used to say these things, and I'm telling you, she... I, if you could see my face, I used to roll up my eyelids like, hmm, you just think you got it all together. <laughs> you just think it, I used to go through a place with her where I would have to be, I would be vexed, right? And then I would have to I sit down and I say, no, but God, I you're speaking to her through her, speaking to me through her. You're speaking to me through her. So I'm going to listen. I'm going to listen. And some of the things I was getting told, guys, I'm telling you, they were they were hard. They were real hard ones. 
And I realised, but that's how I speak to me. And that's why he was coming through like that to me, to make me shift, to push me, to go. Because he'd done the whole gentle thing and the gentle thing wasn't working anymore. And I'm not listening, I'm not listening, I'm not being obedient, you know. So he had to give me that tough, tough push to say, girl, get up, get up. So today, I that's my testimony about broken to bless, right? I really feel like... If there is situations that you feel like were there to broke, break you, that's the, the devil thought it was going to break you, <laughs> okay? But they are not. They are really there to bless you, and they can bless you internally and build your spirit man up. And you can also get blessings and overflow on your outside um, externally to make your physical body here on earth experiences be blessed also. So we have, Eunice, I didn't hear from you. Um, Kita and Irie, um, raise your hand because we have one, two, three, three more slots that can be, oh, Fatima, are you there? Yes, yes, yes. Okay, great. So we've got, we've got enough. So one, two, three, four. So yeah. One, two, three, four. We've got one more space um, if anybody wants to be able to join in on the questions. Um, yes, darling? Yeah. Janisha said that she's at work, but she can't, so she can't really speak, but she's listening. Okay, cool. So we've got we've got spaces, guys. So I won't throw any questions at Janisha. So um, we've got spaces for you lot to answer. Let me see. Um, the questions. I, I, I'm sure I put Irie up. Right, let's shoot. Okay. First question for today is this. What is your strength slash fixed source when you feel broken? Diona? Sorry, repeat the question. What is your strength slash fixed source, your fixing source, when you feel broken? Mm, the Lord, but then... Before I get to the Lord, I, I go to music. Oh, okay. So, yeah, so when I feel broken, I'll be like, obviously, I'll be like, God, I need you. Mm -hmm. And then I'll go to music, you know, like, kind of like, Mary Mary, can't give up now kind of vibes. Mm -hmm. You know, Marvin Sapp never would have made it kind of vibes. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remind myself, you know, that you're, even though it looks bleak right now out here in these streets, mm -hmm. You never would have made it without God anyway. Yes. So, um, yeah, that's what I do. All right, cool. Love that, love that. Um, who's next? Eunice, what is your strength slash fix, fixing source when you feel broken? Um, hi, everyone. Um, for me, it's always definitely God. I've been broken so many times in so many places and in so many ways mm -hmm. and God has always been there with me um the Holy Spirit actually just talks to me I can feel it and right. I, the comfort within that just helps me get away from the brokenness and I have this wooden cross actually that I carry with me everywhere yeah so when I hold on to that it, it kind of helps me just know that God's got me it's so funny you said that Eunice because you know when I was coming back uh -huh. I went and bought, I don't know, I was just attracted to go and buy two crosses. <laughs> I just was attracted to buy it's two very, crosses. It's very powerful. I find that it's really powerful. Yeah. Because um, I, I, I sleep with it, I, I, I sleep with it under my pillow, 
when I have an operation, I have important things. It's just with me all the time. I know most people like wear crosses, you know, like the, the necklaces. Yes. But I've got this thick wooden cross that I have. And wow. yeah, it's just amazing. I love that. To me, that's my strength. That is my strength. That's your strength. And I'd recommend, I would actually recommend it to others if you like something physical to hold on to. To hold on to. Yeah, man. Love that. I love that. Right. Who we got next? Fatima. What is your strength slash fixing source when you feel broken? That's a really good question. Um, I would say God, but that's only now. Mm. Now that I've you know, gone back to God and found God again. Mm-hmm. Before, been sort of people, people that you know cared about me or people I could go to for support or they would kind of talk me through whatever it is I'm going through. Mm-hmm. That, my go-to beforehand but okay. now it's making du'as it's God reading the Quran just taking myself back to where I know I should be if that makes sense right but before you would more go to people for guidance right yeah yeah okay cool love that right Keita what is your strength slash fixing source when you feel broken um I would say I have to speak about it first. So, like, I will go to one of my close friends. So I have to verbalize it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I say, I will say worship. Oh, okay. Yes. And um, that shifts the atmosphere, shifts your, your the way you're feeling. Yeah. Mm. And I have to journal it. So, even though sometimes I would go and speak to friends mm-hmm. and verbalize it, I still have to write it out in words because um, words affirmation is my first love language. Okay. So, I'll have to write it like so, journal it down mm. to express my feelings. And it's really good sometimes to go back, like when you're in a better frame of mind, to see how you were feeling at that time. So, yeah, like journaling. Right, lovely. Any of the queens down below want to um, come up and answer any of the questions? Janisha is just listening in today. She's unable to talk, so we do have some more spaces. Keita, I love what you said and the way you use the tool and the knowledge of knowing that your, your love language is, what did you say, words of affirmation? Yeah. So I love that you use that tool to anchor you into the result of writing about it and using it to further strengthen you because I feel like we know a lot of tools and we don't use them properly or we don't draw for them when we need them um so I love that you 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 identify with that and you see you've made a process for yourself I love it yeah yeah I really love that okay so guys the second question is which areas of your life do you believe are broken that could you that could that God could use to bless someone. I'll say it again because that was a bit of a chunky one. So I'll say it again. Which areas of your life do you believe are broken that God could use to bless someone? Diona? Future. Mm, that is a very good question. And absolutely nothing is in my head. Let me think. <laughs> Okay, Kita. Um, you lot can't all pass the button because this is recorded, so you lot better start thinking up your answers. Can I think? 
Okay, come back. I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm Go, Cece, because I saw you raise the hand straight right. away. Um, a very wise, a very wise person that I know once said to me, "We've all got a story to tell." Mm-hmm. And I was like, mm, "I don't know if we have, like, you know, whatever." But um, there were some things that I carried, like especially with regards to um, my children and like my children's fathers, and I carried shame like if I'm honest I carried a lot of shame about it Mm -hmm. so I got to a point where I was like I don't want to talk about this I don't feel that it's anybody's business for me to address Mm -hmm. like no like and I kept it to myself and praise God that I done mindset Mm -hmm. which made me realize that there are other people experiencing things that don't necessarily have the tools that I have, that don't have the circle that I have, that don't have the friends and the coaches and the, you know, awareness that I have to push Mm -hmm. through that. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I have that so that I can teach it. If I didn't have that experience, I would not be able to talk about it. If I didn't have the experience of having more than one father um, to my children and more than one um, person to base my teachings on I wouldn't be able to teach from it yes so to me I that was a brokenness for me that was never my intention for my life mm-hmm. I was one man I wanted my husband as far as I was concerned we was going to work it out we was going to fight for it we was going to be together forever yes and when that didn't happen it turned to shame mm. it turned to hiding it turned to brokenness within myself yeah when it happened the second time I crumbled yeah. I completely crumbled because I started to beat up on myself. But how and why? And I'd done this different, I had done that different, and I didn't mm. understand it. I felt that I had changed, I felt that I had grown. Yeah. And I will never forget calling my sister. And um she was on the phone with my friend and they were like, How are you? And I was like, Yeah, I'm fine. And you know you do that thing. As women, we do this thing where we don't think it's okay not to be okay. Oh, so girl, we all, talk about we that. around like everything's good. We're like, yeah, I'm good. Yeah, I'm, I'm good. good. I'm good, I'm good, I'm <laughs> good. And um, she played this song. Oh, my goodness. Um, oh, my God, if she could remember what the song was, it's going to come back to me. But she played this song. And when she played this song, I crumbled. Wow. I literally sat on my living room floor on my knees. And I said, God, I surrender. I surrender because I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Mm. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Show me. Show yeah. me. And honestly, my sister had to drive to my house and pick me up off of my floor. <laughs> Quite literally, pick me up off of my floor. Wow. And look me in my eyes and say, sis, you've got this. Yes. And no, I didn't heal through it straight away. No. Yes, it took me a year or so after that to even move past it, but I'm healing. Yes. I'm able to talk about it. I'm able to teach from it. Yes. But that was my brokenness. Cece, my love you, it's a girl. Oh, gosh. That is that is so amazing. I love that. I love it so much. And, you know, I don't know, for, for people on the recording, you know, she does parenting, coaching, and she, she does um, she does her um, rooms on Clubhouse. But... Even without that, just when you speak to this woman, she just has a purity about her and she has something to give. And I was always just like, why is she not doing more? Why is she not doing more? And I'm so happy. I'm so happy for this testimony you're giving today. You see, shame. 
Girl, that's why I've been trying to run from Word of Wisdom. Shame do you know what I mean? Stuck. Why do you think I was trying to run from Word of Wisdom? The other day I was like, I'm going to do a few days. Tanya was like, yeah, maybe you could should do a few days. Then Deanna was like, uh, you know, Deanna like sending them emojis. But what did God say? And then she sent me some emoji that said, God said, sit down. <laughs> yeah, like, and you know what? I just had to really take ownership. Yeah. I'm allowed to have feelings. Yes. I'm allowed to not be okay with how things have turned out. Yes. And for a long time, I didn't I didn't believe that. Yes. For a long time, I felt like I had to put on a front and be like, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. No, I was not good. Yeah. Like, check on your strong friends because they ain't okay. Yeah. We're walking around like, yeah, we're good. We're not always good. Yes, I love that. I love that. Right, Diona, you're there flashing up your mic. We're coming back to you. Um, which areas of your life do you believe are broken? That could that you could that God could use to bless someone. Before she um, my, Deirdre, can I just say Claudine was the song "Hello Fear"? Oh, I know. Dun, 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 dun. Do you guys know that song. too? Yes, always. It, it was that song. Yes, I get Deirdre. Big tune. Yeah, man, that's a big, big tune. Oh. She played that song, and when I when I tell you, look, I pulled the ugly cry, snot down my nose, <laughs> I <was> ventilated. <laughs> like I had, to, I couldn't even, I couldn't even stand. But I got it. I yeah. got that I yeah. had to just submit. I yes. had to surrender it all and let it all go. I love that, Cece. That song there. Um, it's, I think it's called Hello Fear. That got me through a season as well. I feel like that was the song that I, when I first gave custody to um my baby father for ISIS, that was the song. And I was like, wow, that song really got me through. So Hello Fear, Kurt Franklin, yeah, plug that tune, people. Plug it, plug it, plug it. So, Diona, the question is, which areas of your life do you believe are broken that God could use to bless someone my childhood yes come on yeah my childhood is unconventionally oh how do i explain it it's very like i didn't have a terrible childhood like what people would class or face value of a terrible childhood mm -hmm. um but it did make me like i think i said yesterday put the the eight-year-old diona into a little box in the corner, tie yeah. her hands and feet, and yeah. sit there. So um, that that the unraveling and the unlearning in my journey of becoming who I'm supposed to be, mm -hmm. um, that is definitely something I know God's going to use. Yeah. Um, to 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 bless other people because even I feel like one thing that um, I actually said on my Twitter, I was having a conversation with a girl that I met and she was saying how, you know, her testimony, like, she was like, oh, my testimony's dry. She used to say that to God. <laughs> and I was like, same. It's God. never dry. No, it's never dry. Listen, it was perception because it was a thing where I don't have 99 million twists and turns, mm. but the real is, my testimony is that I was preserved by God. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And that is an honour. That's what my mentor said to me. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, do you know what, you're right. Mm -hmm. um, but what I do have is um, a lot of unlearning that I am doing mm -hmm. currently to become who I was supposed to be because yeah. I picked up a whole heap of things that ain't who Diona really is. Yes. 
Yes. And I've come to the realisation that me being Diana right now is me being... I'm being all of these things that aren't really who I am. Mm. And then when I let Diona, who she is, in her entirety out by, like, 2%, people are looking at me like, mm You change. Uh-uh, you're different. Exactly. Oh, my gosh, right. look at your blossoming. Yeah. Like, how are you telling me that ain't me when you don't even know me? Uh, come on, girl. How are you saying that? So, yeah, so that's something I know that this journey... Um, is something that I know God's going to use to bless other people. And it's hard and difficult, but um, I know I need to do it for myself. Mm-hmm. And I also know that on the other side of it is a blessing for all the other people who have felt the way I have felt. I love that. I love that. I love that. I love that. I'm glad you identified it. Thank you. Thank you, Diona. Right. Kita, which areas of your life do you believe are broken that God could use to bless someone? life until I was 30 okay to be honest with you um I, I have like that's why I said I'm testimonial speaker because yeah like, like that um, name come on I I would just say from from childhood to 30 I've experienced so many things in my life that I could talk for England and I think thank god I don't look like what I went through come on we don't look like what we went through <laughs> so, yeah um yeah, it's just from, I would say from the age of six, from my brother started touching me to, yeah, from the age of six, I can start talking about that. So, yeah. Um, yeah. I, I love know, that. So you could talk about molestation and how you overcame it, you know what I yeah. mean? And stuff yeah. like that. And this is the thing, when, when it comes, when it touches on us now to start talking about it, it's okay. The pain part's going to show up. We just have to remember Give the turnaround. Remember yeah. the turnaround. Yeah. Remember yes. how to glorify God for taking you out of that situation. Yes. Right? 100%. That's the turnaround. So I'm yeah. glad you can see that not as a place where I have to hide and not show anybody about it, but I can actually use it to glorify God and let people know, look, I've been through it, but look at me. I don't look like what I've been through, sis. Come yeah. on. Like, 100%. do you know what I mean? I'm happy to hear that, Kita. Thank you. Right. Tanya, I'm going to let you sit there a second because... We know you We know you got something to drop on us. And I'm going to throw it to Eunice and Fatima because they've been sitting there, right? Eunice, um, which areas of your life do you believe are broken that God could use to bless someone? Um, that's quite a difficult one. I mean, right now, I feel I don't have any broken areas. Okay. But in the past, I have had them. And um, all those areas I can actually use to bless other women. Mm-hmm. Um, I was a prayer warrior. Um, all the prayers that I asked for have been answered. Mm-hmm. And these are not like small prayers. I had like 14, 15 things I asked God to give me. And he delivered every single one of them. Right. So I, I believe that I'm like a living testimony in the life path that I've had. And the life that I've had is there to help and teach others. Right. And... Yeah, that's, that's what I think. Okay, so from your broken places, though, that's how you can teach others what you did as a turnaround, right? Absolutely. Love that, love that. Fatima, which areas of your life do you believe are broken that God could use to bless someone? Um, my relationships with other people. Okay. Um, and I'm not necessarily... 
on the other person's you know shoulders it's it's my my way of dealing with relationships and other people you know and, and people in my life right um trauma in my childhood as well but you know a lot, a lot of people can can talk about that but for me personally i think it's more how i've dealt with the relationships and you know the important people in my life where they haven't necessarily you know met my own standards yes and how to you know navigate your way through life Yes. I love that. So you can talk, you could, you could bless someone by speaking to them and how you healed from that. Because I feel yeah. like sometimes we have some expectations of what parents should be and all of this stuff yeah. and it breaks us. It really does break us. But if we can heal from that, we can bless somebody else who has maybe got up a guard on their parents or doesn't want to forgive their parents and things like that. So I love that. Thank you, Fatima. Thank you so much. And we got the amazing Mama Christina. This is why I had to let you sit, Tadia. We got we got the boss. We got the boss in the building, you know. We got the boss in the building. So we have to let her talk today. Um, Mama Christina, I would like to ask you the question of, and welcome to Word of Wisdom, man. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, which areas of your life do you believe are broken that God could use to bless someone? So I heard you. Um, yeah, thank you for the lovely welcome. <laughs> Tanya's the boss. <laughs> I, I don't. I I just see myself as yeah, as me. Anyway. Um, okay. Yeah. Which areas of your life do you believe are broken and God could... Use to bless say? someone. Right. So, it makes me think of amazing grace. Yeah? It makes me think of when I'm... Today, I would say all is well, yeah? I would say, like, there's so much places that I used to be broken in and I, I constantly use them as a lesson because I'm a storyteller. Mm -hmm. So, I'd probably put my experiences to a story to share them with so many mm -hmm. and let so many do come back and say that they have blessed them. That's just one way in which I, I would use my experiences. Mm -hmm. But in truth, because we're born in sin and shaped in iniquity, mm -hmm. I think that every day is like, when I look back to last week, I didn't think last week I was still broken, but when I'm here now, mm. I'm looking back to last week and I'm saying, wow. <laughs> yeah. Because we're walking with our brokenness. We're, yeah. We don't even know who we are. Yeah. So even when we think we're good, we are good. You understand what I'm mm -hmm. saying? But it's like, as you move on and as you're, as you're living each day, you could look back to last week and say, man, I thought I was good there, but I'm still broken mm. in certain areas because we don't know who we are. We're born in sin. Mm -hmm. and, and we have been awakened to the truth of who we are. Yeah. So it's like every piece is is a part of the puzzle. Yeah. Yeah. So even though I would say I'm good, I'm saying I still have so much to learn yes. in what real goodness looks like, in what real abundance looks like, mm -hmm. in what a real relationship, a real authentic relationship with my creator looks like. Love because that. I don't know that. But I think... Okay, because this is why I posed this question, because I didn't think many was going to find an answer or think of something. And you personally, I've heard snippets of your testimony. Um, and I think that there's so much blessed sides to situations that's happened to you. And I'm surprised you haven't said any of them. Um, but I definitely feel like 
you are a walking testimony as it is already because you try it through so many things. And maybe because you're, you're just a person who puts it in your workshops and stuff like that, you've not summarised one to say, oh, I, I use this to show, to, 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 I use this broken thing of me to be able to show up here. So if I was to ask, if, if I was to say to you, like, what life lessons have you put out so far to help and share with people? Because I've seen you do it. You've done it for me. Um, what would, what could you think of one of them? Because you have done amazing things so far and I know you've got more amazing things to do. Yeah. So I, I think that sometimes people would say, oh, because I came from a broken family, because I didn't have my father around or mm -hmm. I didn't have this or I didn't have that. I come from a good marriage. I come from 40 years of marriage. Mm. You know, so my parents were together. I don't come from a broken home in that sense, mm -hmm. but inside of that good, wholesome marriage, there was disrespect, there was yeah. ugliness, there was the way that my father would speak to my mother, the way that my mother would just allow it, there was just so much things that mm -hmm. my childlike spirit, it was like, this is not, not a wrong. good relationship, yeah, yeah. this ain't a good space to come from, yeah. you know, and I used to ask as a child, like, how is my father going to be judged, is he going to heaven or is he going to hell, <laughs> because he was terrible to the family in in his relationship and how he related to us you know mm -hmm. it was very dogmatic you understand yeah. what I'm saying it was like it came from a tone of you know it was always like where's the love it was yeah. just always like harsh 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 like I, I would get hit because like because he met me speaking to a boy mm -hmm. I got lashes with a hammer wow. you understand? with a hammer yeah. wow you understand so yeah. for me I was like but they're still loving this man yeah. You understand? I mean, even if the love is coming from control, mm -hmm. there is the love in this man. Yes. Yeah. So I, I had to heal from that brokenness. I had to heal from the hatred of my father, mainly wow. because of how he disrespected my mother. Yeah. And then hating the fact that she stayed married mm -hmm. because she said for better or for worse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? For better or for worse of who? Yeah. <laughs> because then she died at 56 from cancer. And, wow. you know, cancer shows that there's a lot of forgiveness. There's a lot of forgiving that, that she has to do, do that. Yeah. You know, that, you know and, and as much as she gave so much out, she left herself empty. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? So it's, it's like there's so much learning from the brokenness in a sense, even though it was 40 years of marriage. Mm -hmm. They stayed married. But in that marriage, there was conflict between them both wanting their own identities. Mm. Um, I think yeah, that's a me. lesson itself. That's a, <laughs> that's a lesson in itself, and and you're 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 a blessing to be able to tell it and show it back to someone. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. God can use that story to show you how to trend someone to transition through it. Do you know what I mean? That's yes. what I think. Uh, God could and He does do that with you because you you're able to speak to people from all walks and give them advice to help them. So I love that. I love that. I love that. I love that. I have my last question. Got no, no, I don't have a One question. Second, um, Raquel, can I just point out? Yep. Um, I'm really learning to redefine things for myself. Um, at this season in my life. Yeah. And I think that the way that we, um, understand things, like we understand words. Yeah. It, it's already putting up a blocker. So when a lot of us hear broken, what are we hearing? Yeah. Because we instantly go to, I'm not broken anymore. I'm not broken, I'm not broken, I'm good. And actually, being broken is being open. 
Cece, I'm just sitting in the corner where she left me sitting in the corner. Yeah. I, my spirit is being earned. Like, yeah. yo, being broken is being open. Yeah. What are we really saying? I'm not broken. Is I'm not open. I'm not open to receiving. I'm not open to allowing anything in. Come being on, Cece. We're in a space of allowing. Mm-hmm. None of us should be saying, like, listen, we're undone every day. Yeah. And I'm happy to be undone every Thank day. You. I go these rooms and I'm listening to you guys speak and I'm like, yo, you're touching my spirit and you're touching my soul and my heart is full and my heart is only full because it's been broken. Mm. If it's never broken, it's already a whole, um, a whole thing. Hmm. So if I haven't broken that, where's the space? Hmm. Where's the allowing? Oh gosh, Father, please. Yeah. It's a cow I've been itching. Please. Yep. Please. Come on, T. Come on, T. You know what? I was literally here, like, I get it. Mm -hmm. I get it. We've all been through some things and we want to give God the blessings. We want to say we're blessed. Do you feel me? Yeah. I am beautifully broken as much as I'm wonderfully blessed. Yes. Like and it's all of the time. Let me tell you lot something. Until yesterday, I thought I was in a good place. Yesterday undone me. Mm -hmm. Yesterday wrenched me out. Yesterday said, my girl, you need to go back and heal your five-year-old self. Yeah. You need to go back and forgive your five-year-old self. Yeah. You need to go back and forgive your whole childhood, babes, because you decided to be an adult at five. Mm-hmm. So you know what? You already knew that there was a level of responsibility that you were going to step to, and that came from grief. Hmm. Hmm. That came from grief. So that grief, right? That grief at five allowed me to be a blessing to my sisters. Yes. I chose to teach them. Yes. I chose to say, let's handle some stuff. But let me tell you, right? That heartbreak at 30-something years old, because I didn't have heartbreak until big 30, you know. Big 30 is when me heart get mash up. Uh, when my heart got mash up at 30, I said, God, why did you tell me that I can speak to people? I cannot speak to them because mm. I sat in a relationship accepting less than I am. I took, I should have left and I didn't. Mm -hmm. And I'm here telling women, we're great, we're amazing, we're powerful. I wasn't powerful in that moment, God. I wasn't. Mm. And you know why I love this room? Because just yesterday I was in the shower and I said, T, you wasn't that hurt in that relationship. Perspectively, you should have been, but you wasn't. You know yeah. what happened? God gave you that season because you needed to give it to someone else. Come on. You going to be the only person that was going to be able to teach a woman, you can get up and get out of that. Yes. You can move through that thing. Because yes. it doesn't, it's not defining you. It's not, not defining you. This is only going to define you when you allow it to define you. Yes. But you see what happens? We live an illusion now that we've got to be so blessed. My girl, when we're broken, right? Let me tell you what brokenness looks like. Brokenness looks like I know it all. Come brokenness on. looks like wanting to be perfect in every situation. Brokenness yeah. looks like I've got it all the way together. That's brokenness. <laughs> That's brokenness. <laughs> Because da life is a dance, mm. so it's a give and take. Yep. Life is a learning, so therefore we give as much as we take. We, 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 we get punched up as much as we rise up, you mm -hmm. feel me? So to be a grown woman and say I'm not broken, I think you're more broken than you think that you are. <laughs> Come on, baby, because this is the thing. You wasn't on when we started, T, but I, I don't care. 
I had to be broken. And those brokenness is me trying to run away from word of wisdom because of shame, yes. like Cece said. Me trying to run away because I wanted to show up as this perfect person because my life looked broken right now was not the way. God wants to show you up in your brokenness and bless someone through it. Because people that's heard my story so far can say, wow, girl, you know, you, you've been going through this, but look, you've been going through this, but look, and he wants to use us. So hiding this brokenness and not wanting to share and not wanting to fight through it and push through it to bless others is a selfish thing. It's a real selfish thing. That's really blessed me. It was Lisa Nichols. And Lisa Nichols says, when you walk through a chapter of your life, it's no longer your chapter. Mm. I think one of the most broken things, and especially, no disrespect to anyone on here, but I really found it in the black culture, was keeping our business to ourselves. Come on. Come on. It's a broken thing. Yeah. And also, when we then have to go around spewing our trauma out in every room, that's a broken thing. Mm. That's a broken thing. So it's learning the balance, right? Yeah. Because when you speak your testimony and it blesses someone because you're speaking it from a place of power mm-hmm. and not pain, that's where you've stepped over that. And that's where it really is a testimony. Yes. But when you drop your pain and trauma in a room and the whole room feels broken, that's because they feel your brokenness. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But there's a balance, right? So sometimes we need to speak it out. Yesterday I spoke out something in this very room that I experienced as a child. Yeah. And then the whole day it was healing. I went in a room, Diona healed me, you feel me? Mm-hmm. I went in another room, Somalia healed me. I just kept coming around Clubhouse catching my healing. <laughs> and it was because I knew I was broken. But yes. until I spoke it out loud, I didn't know I was broken. Wow. One sec- and that's a whole word because even if we look at our sister Irie, who's in the audience today, she came on this platform with no kind of awareness of God or prayer or certain aspects. Yes. Some of us were just life. Yes. That was just how we were brought up. Yes. And every single day she walks in this room and she says, yo, I'm getting healing. Yes. I'm learning more about myself. Yes. But she knows that she's walked through certain things that have broken her. Yes. They've broken her and it's yes. only in her brokenness that she's allowed herself to be open to be on this platform to learn. Come on. Can I say, listen, guys, even us, I'm just going to talk because it's Friday and I woke up my spirit. Wait, we, we, are, we got like, a throat to Auntie, to, to, to Mama Tina as well, yeah? Go on, T. Staying tea. in relationships that don't serve us, brokenness. Yeah. Walking from relationship to relationship, brokenness. Yeah. We've got to talk about it. We have to. We have yeah. to. We Drinking have to. every single day, brokenness. <laughs> Y'all better talk it. Listen, yes, yes. Them cigarettes for fun, sis. No, it's not. It's not for fun, Cece. It's not for fun, Cece. Did you not watch the video yesterday, Cece? It's smoking these cigarettes are a smoke screen to avoid. Listen to me. I got homework to do over the weekend. It's brokenness, sis. It's brokenness. Go on, Auntie Tina. Speak, my lovely. Thank you. Now, I was just going to say, um, coming in and not really, do you know what I mean? I missed some of the beginning. But going to the dictionary to look at what brokenness says, mm-hmm. forcibly separated into two or more pieces, fractured, a broken arm, a broken glass, mm-hmm. sundered by divorce, separation, or desertion of a parent or parents children from broken homes a broken marriage so that was kind of the definition that it gave in in that sense yes yeah 
um, in the Bible terms, it says the word brokenness refers to the state of, um, I'm trying to see what it says. It says this, um, the state of surrender and defeat mm -hmm. we experience when, when hardship comes into our usually steady and painless life. Sometimes brokenness before God is the result of sin, mm -hmm. our own sin or mm -hmm. someone else's. Most of our relationship with God is confined to asking him to bless us. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, you know, like, like I said, maybe in one season we feel like, yeah, I'm good. I'm whole. I've been blessed. You know, I've asked God for certain things and I now have manifestations. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But it's a continuous journey. Yeah. So if I, if I was to show you in this season, I went through this mm -hmm. and I still, I still walked through it and I still came through it. You know, we yeah. were talking about yesterday, um, on 28 years ago, um, you know, my friend committed suicide in the evening. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And now this morning, 28 years ago on this date, you know, we would have been in the process now of finding her hanging, mm -hmm. you know, from her, um, her attic. Mm -hmm. At this point in time, around this, this very time now, I would have been going through that. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Finding somebody, as I said to Tanya yesterday, finding somebody who I loved so much, you know, that was it. Mm. And it didn't matter, You're using this words of wisdom, it didn't matter how much words of wisdom that at that time, you know, I had spent weeks, 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 Bible, whatever, mm -hmm. you know, a knowledge that I had at that time, trying to get her to, through her depression, mm -hmm. through her state of feeling down and what had happened is we had lost um my cousin yeah mm -hmm. five weeks before and my cousin had died at 23 she had a heart attack she was pregnant she was seven mm -hmm. months pregnant so we lost her and we lost the little boy mm -hmm. and we had to go through that we had to bury her we was in our 20s yeah yeah and and, and my but friend, even that's a blessing to someone because burying people in your 20s woo, <laughs> yeah. i couldn't do yeah. i don't know if i could have did that and, and it was it was five weeks between both of those incidents. So wow. heart attack, you know, nothing we could do. And then five weeks later, she's talking to me about, I don't want to be here. I can't live through the pain. I can't live without her. And it was regret because she had not been that close to her, you know, mm. in the last few years. And she was feeling like, I just wish that I had more time to tell her this, to tell her that, to tell her this. Mm -hmm. You understand what I'm saying? And it was kind of like, out of everything, all she would want is for you to live. If she, if she could, uh, if her heart didn't give up, she would want to live. Mm -hmm. So what you could bless her now is by making your life bear witness mm. to the fact that she sacrificed. She was a living sacrifice for yeah. us. Yeah. And I don't take that lightly. So yeah. me losing that, that was a living sacrifice. That was the one that had to be sacrificed yeah. for my life to have purpose. Yes. Yeah, so if I read the Bible and I understand, oh, Abraham had to sacrifice this or that one had to sacrifice that, I saw mine at 20-something. I saw my sacrifice, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know. So her life had to be a lesson for me. Love that. You understand what I'm saying? So it, it's kind of like, that's what I'm saying, that I'm still broken and I'm still realising that I was affected by certain guilts of that. 28 years later, I'm... I'm kind of, yesterday, I'm blessed to see that. It just showed up through our 5am classes and whatever. Mm -hmm. And I'm kind of like, okay, so I went to guilt. And I was, even though I was living, there was some guilt there. Yeah. 
you understand? So, so there's still parts that are broken, even in us conquering situations. Yeah. There are still parts that are broken, and we're acting out of those parts, you know, subconsciously a lot of the time. It's mm. true. And all I can do is bless my sisters who think they're good. Yeah, there's still aspects. I'm not saying that you're not good. But there's still aspects of brokenness and you might not see it this week, but next week when you glimpse back, you'll say, oh, yeah. But even in the brokenness, I just feel that, please understand, everybody, there is a place to bless someone through your story, especially while you're healing. Irie, tell me, please, sweetie pie. You raise your hand. You felt something. You said, let me come up on this stage. Drop a bomb for me, girl. So my child's having a bit of a tantrum right now. It's okay. Um, so I'm listening. So I've got like, someone, here you go, take that. Um, I was there today and my cousin just messaged me and she was like on one of my snaps I put up with me dancing mm-hmm. and she was like, I'm so happy that you're in a better place than you was oh. when you was with your baby father. I can see that you're like in a better place. Mm-hmm. And I just started crying because oh. I don't feel like I'm in a better place. Wow. But you want, I, I, I mean, I've seen you, even the pictures I've seen you on Instagram, girl, man, you're shining, you're a beautiful soul, man. You are. And what I will say to you is this is a journey and you've started it now and don't give up on it. Do you understand? It's a process, especially that what you've been through. It don't just get fixed one time. You might not just see it on the outside, but internally, and I don't know if you was on the call when I um, spoke about this, is that I went through a brokenness in, in Spain, right? And it weren't showing up, my blessings weren't showing up outside, like financially or my experiences, but my blessings have been showing up inside, internally. You know what I mean? It's been showing me that I had I strength. I got to strengthen myself. I got to really realize, oh, that's God speaking to me. So don't worry, don't rush it. Be patient with yourself and be kind, Mama. I love what you said, Irie. I love it. And for me, I'm I, like knowing you personally. I'm watching you, and you are a hundred percent not where you were. hundred mm. percent. You have learned to handle situations of discernment. Yes. Your heart is so much more open. And not only is that showing on the inside, in the person, Irisha, you have found your ability to draw. Mm. It's a blessing. And can I just it's say, you know, sometimes our season, I love it when Tasha Cove says it, our season doesn't look like our assignment. Mm. <laughs> See, so come on. It's like the level of brokenness that we experience, right? And this is what hurts my heart about people is I watch people and they're so broken. Like, do you guys ever go on Instagram and yeah. know when a woman is single, when she's just walked out of that relationship, yeah. now yeah. she is showing up bomb on Instagram. You know yeah, 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 yeah. Perspectively, she feels like, oh, I've left him, I'm free, I'm good. But all I see is the brokenness. Yeah. That's all that I see. And so when you then get into a place, right, like where you're at now, Irene, it's like, no, actually, I'm aware that I'm broken. Yeah. I'm aware that I need some healing. I'm aware that I've got to do something different. That is an incredible place to be. Because yeah. believe it or not, some people never reach that place. Yeah. Some people live in oblivious state of being, mm-hmm. I call it, their 
whole life mm-hmm. because they feel like, oh yeah, I've walked out of that, I'm good. Oh yeah, I've meditated on that, I'm good. Oh yeah, I've prayed on that, I'm good. Good and yeah, and I'm like, there's still work to do. Yeah, right. And if something is reoccurring, we haven't done the work. But one thing I would say about healing is there's not an end. Do you feel me? It's yeah. not a destination. It's a constant journey. And mm. I personally believe when we're fully healed, we die. That's just my personal belief. So mm. I feel like every minute that we're walking this planet Earth, yes, we are purposeful. And yes, we are abundant. And yes, we are powerful. But we're also wonderfully broken. And you know the Chinese, they have that, that, um, that thing in their culture, right? Where when the bowl breaks, they fill it back with gold. Mm. And they keep the gold, so the bowl looks like it's got gold cracks in it. But it's to remind them of the breaks, but the gold that has been replaced in the breaks. And that is what I love about life. That's how I see it. Those broken spaces become blessed spaces when we let God do the healing. And you know what? It's it's a season. Some of us may be broken in our parenting. Some of us may be broken in our childhood trauma. Mm-hmm. Some, of us, some of us may be broken in our relationships, in our finances. And there is so many different areas. And you know what? This is My point being, being broken is actually a good thing. Because you <laughs> grow and you expand and you learn. Yes. Like, can I honestly sit here and look at my life holistically and say every single part of that is good. My finances are good. I've got relationships. I've got this, I've got that, I've got whatever. Because I'm sure that when any one of us looks at some point, there's something that we could work towards. There's always something. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I think Keita's trying to speak. Are you trying to speak, Keita? Mm, Yeah. Um... Like, I'm, lo- I'm loving this, but I've been running away from Clubhouse a little bit because, like, um, I just felt like as I'm talking sometimes, I feel like I didn't want to live in my brokenness. Like, I feel like being broken is a bad thing. Mm. And, like, having to speak to certain people over the few days, they just showed me that um, we all are in this kind of healing stage. Yeah. And today is just, like, listening to this just confirms to me that it's okay like mm-hmm. i've been through a trauma from the age of six to to going into um to 30 how do i expect to live my 30 like three years later how do i expect to bash all of these things and just one? be perfect and, and oh i don't feel nothing <laughs> and i can't like listening to tanya saying that when we fully heal is then when we when we die mm-hmm. and i fully have to just remember that rather than trying to be as perfect and no, I can't. So I think today is like a really good topic. I'm I'm really like in an old moment right now. I don't even want to be emotional, but it's really it's really be emotional. Let it heal. Let it heal, yeah. That's another thing. One thing I was gonna say to everybody who may listen to this. We have to claim that we're powerful, right? Mm-hmm. And we have to claim that we're purposeful, right? And that never means that we're perfect. Yeah, I like that. Because certain times that I speak good, right? So people might think, oh my God, Tanya doesn't go through things, bruh. The ugly cry that I just be doing in here, yeah? (laughs) But the difference with me is I'm not going to stay on the floor. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to say to myself, T, come on, you've got to get up, you've got to get through this, you've got to push. Like, so my inside voice, but at the same time, I'm not going to say, 
I'm I'm perfect, and I never want to be perfect. I'm perfect in the way that God made me, right? Yeah. But it's both sides. It's this thing we were talking about yesterday. We've got to embrace the darkness as much as we embrace the light. Yeah. We've got to embrace the good as much as we embrace the bad, because that's the balance, really, right? The one thing I was going to say to you guys is, when we look around our life and we feel that we think good, and that we're good, and that we're blessed, if you just look at the relationships in your life, and there is conflict, life is a mirror. Mm. That conflict is not outside of you. It's in, that conflict yeah. is within you. Yeah. So whether that conflict shows up within your children acting up, mm-hmm. whether that shows up in your partners acting up, whether that shows up in your friends acting up, that is something in you. Yeah. Because when you're at harmony, right, and when you're in alignment, those things won't show up around you. I agree. I agree. I was speaking about that the other day with Diona, and I said the same thing. <laughs> I said the same, same thing. I have a statement for you guys now. We got to wrap up and um, let me know if you agree. And um, you can give me a short story on if you agree or if you disagree. And then I want to give you the seven promises that I found today. Um, For anybody feeling broken and that they can't bless someone, I want to give you the seven promises um, that I found today during my research. So the statement is, do you agree with the statement, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me? Philippians 4.13. Diona. Yes. Okay. 100%. All the way. Yeah. No doubt. Zero point zero percent doubt remains in my head regarding that. Thank you, darling. Um, Nikita? 100%. Okay, lovely. Cece? Yes! Love it. Claim it. Tanya? Come on, somebody. Yes. I just want to add to it everything that everybody said, but I understand that God wants me to move. You understand? Yes. So, so it's not me just saying, I could do things with Christ that strengthens me and sitting at home in my bed grabbing my pillow Thank and you. crying about it. It's not that. Thank you. It's not that. It is, yes. I can do things. I can do things through Christ that strengthens me. So you know what? This Christ that is, that is within me, this Christ that is a part of me, I've got to move with it to yeah. make these things possible. Love For it. Sure. Love it, it. it. That ties back to the scripture that says, "Faith without works is dead." You can believe all you want, but you gotta do the work. You gotta do the work, sis. Right, um, Eunice. Do you agree with the statement? I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I think Eunice is forward off. Chris. Yes, I agree. Sorry. Oh, yes, Denisha, you agree. Yes, thank you. You need. Sorry, I do. I do agree. So I thought I was submitted. Yes, hundred percent. Lovely, lovely, Christina. Yeah, million percent. Yeah. Love it, and Fatima. I completely agree with that. Like, even if I don't feel strong enough to do anything, I know that God will always come and fill in the gap. Love it. Love it. And we've got to do the move. And Irie, um, that I don't know if you've heard that statement before, but do you want to agree with that or do you want to you sit on it a little bit? 
Um, I think I'm going to sit on it a little bit. All right. And that's what I love about her, guys, because she don't run in on nothing. She sits on it. She, 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 she deeps it down. And then you'll see her in a week, two weeks, and she's, she's got it. Um, the scripture to... Yes? Can I ask a flip on that question? Yes, you can. Do you believe that your habits daily are a result of you living with that testimony that you can do all, all things mm-hmm. that strengthens you? Girl, I do. I do. Because... I just want to ask everyone in the room, only because I think... I do, but there's been playing small. Do you get what I'm saying? I still feel like I do, but I feel like I've been playing small. And all I'm hearing in my spirit is move, 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 go, go, go on a bigger, greater level now. So that is what spoke to me. That's what spoke to me. I'm so glad you asked that question, T. T, throw it back to the queens, please. Yeah, that's what I'm asking the queens. I'm glad that you asked, but I'm asking everyone in the room because I just feel like... We can say, I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. And when we're presented with the same problem again and again and again, we crumble. We're, we're crying and asking for help. You feel me? Yeah. We're, we're running and looking for support. But if we can do all things through Christ that strengthens us, right? There's also a weight. <laughs> there's also a listening. Mm-hmm. And then an execution. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, I just want to know, are we trying our day, are we daily practicing that principle? Queens, how are y'all so silent? I am working, that is what I'm working on. I'm working on my consistency with my praying and my, my duties towards my faith, if that makes any sense. Doing what I need to do mm-hmm. in order for God to come and fill that gap. Cool. I hear what you're saying, but you know... I really hear we have to move because we have to be that testimony. You understand? So if you, I like the actions, we have to put the actions in place that can make him fill the gap. Like T said, we cannot just sit there and just be like, oh, holy, 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 you know, you've got to come fill the gap now. You know, we have to put in that work. Anyway, guys, we got, um, I found seven promises and these are the seven promises and they derive from, um, Genesis. Keep talking. Listen, 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 listen. You guys have gone quiet, so then no one's answering the question. T. They are. They're just waiting because you know. Sorry, I do agree with that statement. Um, and I and I, I do think that I was the kind of person that sat on the sidelines for a long time yes. and just kind of thought that things would come to me. Mm. And, you know, when God's ready for me to move, he'll show, show me. me. I'm like, well, Jordy, you've been getting signs the whole entire time. Yeah. But things have been in your lap. Yeah. You haven't even taken the time to say, yo, that's a very clear sign. So I definitely believe that our habits and the action and the yeah, I 100% agree. Yes. Peter, Diona, yeah, go deep. I just wanted to piggyback off what Cece said. Um, She said that she realised that the signs were in her lap. For me, it was the same kind of thing. Mm. I was like, yeah, you know, when God's ready, he'll bring it into my life or give me a clear direction. But Mm -hmm. I had to actually trust that God was ready within me. The Holy Spirit resides within me. So why do I need to doubt um, hmm. a, a, a step that I make. I serve a God who is able to course correct. So if hmm. I do misstep, He can change. He can. He don't. 
D, shift to the left. Okay, cool. Shift mm. to the left. Do you hear what I'm saying? Like, the Bible says that the steps of a righteous man are ordered. So whatever step I make, it is ordered because Christ lives within me. Come, come. Come on, D. Come, come. I wanted it to go there. Yes. I think that I love guys. I really, and I can only talk like this. We're talking about from being broken to being blessed. Like, for me personally, I've never really just prayed about something and not moved on it. Do you yeah, get what I mean? Yeah. My praying is my walking. Yeah. My praying is my walking because my thing is saying, God, you told me to do this, right? So I'm stepping into this room. I'm stepping into this room, God, and I'm going to go there. And whatever it is that I am required to get from here, show me it. Reveal it to me. Let it come forward. Because guess what, guys? I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. One thing that I think we need to get real clear about talking about is what we're talking about and our actions are not in alignment with. Yeah, that's the thing we need to do. That's the thing we need to do. Because we could sit here and pray all day respectfully. (laughs) You get what I'm trying to say? Yeah. The same way that we could sit here and move all day respectfully. And not be praying. Yeah, exactly. It's like, you know, when you're always busy, but you, you, what are you really busy in? <laughs> Girl, can I just quickly add something? I'm listening to the Expectation Effect series by mm-hmm. um, Michael Todd. It's an old one. And yeah. it is so... He puts the formula for miracles as faith plus expectation equals miracles. And faith is what you believe. Your expectation is shown in your action. Yeah. And then that's how things change and that's how things shift. Mm. And a lot of times... Because faith and expectation are wings of the same bird, mm. a lot of the times you have faith, but you forget to do something that shows yeah. you are expecting to change. Yeah. And God needs that. God yes. needs that. He needs your faith, but he also needs you, your expectation in your action. So yeah. what are you doing to say, okay, say you want to be a, a writer. What are you doing to make that expectation? To bring that forth? Yeah. Are you even dedicating time daily to just write something even if it's not the book yeah are you dedicating time to hone in on your craft are you attending workshops are you trusting the holy spirit the gift within you what are you doing Mm. to prove what you believe will come to pass yeah and i think that is the misconception of faith yeah yeah it is about what you believe but what are you doing behind to back that Hmm. I love that. Diona, thank you. And that's where I was I was hoping someone went there because it's like on my courses, for instance, because I have women of all different faiths, mm-hmm. I get them to write an affirmative statement. So you write a statement of the woman that you want to become, the mm-hmm. biggest version of yourself, right? And you wake up and you read it every day. But reading it every day isn't going to just manifest it. What no. you've got to do is walk like that woman, talk like that yeah. woman, act like that woman, dress like that woman, present yourself like that woman, so you become that woman. Mm-hmm. And this is why when we say we do all things, it's like you say you're doing that, right? And you believe in all, you do all things who, through Christ that strengthens you, but every day you're doing things that are not helping you to be a healthier version of yourself. Yeah, or stressing yourself or putting yourself. yourself. Yeah. You see what I mean? And every day you're doubting yourself. Mm. Every day you're speaking yourself out of those things that you need to speak yourself into. Mm. And so it's really about just taking an action daily that matches your faith. Yeah. It's really about putting something in place. Since Diona um, started that room, the the, co- the productive room, right? Mm-hmm. I literally set the task that I do not want to do. The task that 
I, that was at the bottom of my to-do list every day, yeah. I literally do it in that hour. Because then I'm proving to myself mm-hmm. that I can get it done. Yes. That I can actually do it. So it's really about taking, because it, I think there's a part of this spirituality, faith and religion, right, that is all in our subconscious as such. Mm. As in, we're not taking conscious decisions to, to align with it. Yeah. But we've got to start to take conscious decisions that bring us into alignment from, like, literally, the same way that if we're broken and we accept that we're broken, we're then able to do something that allows us to be blessed. And yes. sometimes we're showing up in our brokenness. Raquel showed up on Words of Wisdom in her brokenness and it was blessing everybody in the room. Mm. You know, I'm coaching through my brokenness at times because I've got to keep it moving. But in that room, I get a blessing, other people get a blessing. But when we're masking, when we're pretending Mm. and we're hiding behind these masks, listen, the masks are going to fall off. And when the masks fall off, it's really ugly. And we have to take down these masks because you just don't know who's there to bless you. We have to take, you don't know who's there to bless you, to help you, to assist you. We have to definitely, definitely, definitely take off the mask so that we can be open. Like them lot said, if you, if you don't want to admit to your brokenness, that means you're not open. You're not open to receive. Um, Mama Christine is going to go and then I'm going to close up the room, guys. The conversation is beautiful. Yes, spirit is saying keep going, <laughs> but we need a, I need a go. Mommy Christina, go. I just was going to say that in in doubt, you know, like when someone said earlier, it might have been Cece, mm-hmm. about she might something might be saying to her, it will tell me when I'm ready, but it's like the spirit of doubt, and the spirit of doubt is the enemy of faith. Wow. So sometimes when we doubt ourselves, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, the, it's, it's that spirit that goes against faith. Right. No, no, wow, wait, no, wait. Right. The spirit of doubt is the enemy, is the enemy of, of faith. faith. Yeah. Wow. Mm. Mm. <laughs> it, wants, it wants to separate us from that statement that we just said through God. Yes. Possible. It comes into our consciousness and says, yeah, but what if? And yeah. I might not look good. And it, it's, it's, it's just the enemy of faith. Enemy of faith. Wow. Wow. So this is how I think we can count. Because can I be real hot with you lot? So I was laying down yesterday. um, And I got all these little flashbacks. You know, like all these little memories of my ex coming up in my head. And um, all these little memories were coming up in my head. Like showing me, like, you know, like to urge me onto a place of missing them or something like that. When I tell you guys, I put on a piece of prayer upon it and I said, devil, you a liar. Because that's enough for me. Do not tell me no lies. I said, do not pretty up your that picture and show me again. I said, dismantle that picture from my head right now, God, because you are liar. That is not for me. That is not my portion. I am not accepting that. And I am not going to let you play up in my head and make me go back to that brokenness. Now that you, t- now that God took me out of it, are you crazy? Guys, I'll be getting some things trying to come up on me and I'll just be like, listen, pray it out, pray it out, pray it out to remove it, to remove it, to remove it and release it from me. Because I'm telling you, things will come on your plate to try and bring you back 
to a place of that brokenness, but you have to know the formula to push through it. And I'm telling you, my formula right now, my tool that I'm using right now is prayer because the enemy is working hard to bring me back to a place where I've just been saved from. And you know what? Oh. You know what? Well, yeah. But it's the accountability for me, sis. Yeah. Because you could have kept that to yourself. Hmm. You could have been walking around all day with that and allowed it to play on your head and, and you could have gone through it. It is the accountability. Hmm. When you open up to your sisters, when you allow yourself to be a sister, mm. yeah, you get healing in that alone. Yes. Y'all yes. have healed me today again. Hmm. And I'm like, thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Yeah. when every single one of you opens your mouth, a different part of me says, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. There's integration in conversation. Yes. And we need to start having more open, honest, transparent conversations. Yes. Yeah. Because had I not have walked through the things that I've walked through, I wouldn't be able to say, sis, this is what you're doing. Yeah. Let's get it together. Yes. Yes. And you know what I wanted to say about that point was powerful. And this is what happens in our brokenness, right? You know you feel you're healed, mm -hmm. and then you go back to an environment. Yeah. <laughs> you go back to an environment where you experience that brokenness, mm -hmm. and every one of your memories are revealed again. Yeah. <laughs> and when those memories are revealed, right, that's only then do we know how healed we are. Yeah. Because I always say this, it's one thing to be in a broken relationship, right? And you walk out of it and you're by yourself and you're like, I'm good because I've done yeah. the work, I've prayed about it, I feel good, I feel ready. And then the only way that you're going to know that you're healed is to go into another relationship. Because mm. then are you going to act the same? Are you going to allow the same things? And mm -hmm. the same trigger is going to be your triggers, you know? Mm -hmm. And it's only then that you know that you're healed. And the reason why what you said just touched me, Raquel, is because have y'all ever been triggered by a smell? Yeah, I have. Smell. I have. I have. And, and it reminds smell. me of the person or something. Yes. Yeah. The smell reminds you of the situation, the circumstance. I just wanted to say that in our bodies, memories are stored the same way. Mm. So when we think we've done the healing of our mind, right? Certain times our bodies, our physical bodies are holding the matter yeah. of the experience. Yeah, yeah. And so when we're praying, and when you now hear these prayer warriors who are talking about praying on different levels of dimension, mm. different different um, facets of your being, mm -hmm. we are so much more than just body and mind, than just spirit and emotions. All of those parts of us together are building this facet, right? That's called you. Yeah. And sometimes we're only working on one of those bodies. So some of us just stay in our spiritual body. Other of us stay in our physical body. Mm -hmm. Other of us stay in our mind. Half of us say, yo, forget them emotions. I'm not even touching them. Mm. But we've got to learn to heal all parts of our body. Because, like, I will have certain conversations and I'll just get a pain that licks me in my side. Mm. My side starts hurting me. And I'm like, yo, why is this hitting me here? What memories have I stored here? Yeah. People, other people will speak and I'll get a headache. And I'm like, why is my head hurting me? Mm. Why is it coming to my head? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is energy, guys. Mm. This is memories. 
This is healing. Yeah. And I'm so grateful that we have these rooms now. We have this level of church. We have this level of ministry. Yeah. We have this level of healing. Because it's just you being vulnerable. It's you using your story. Yeah. This is all of us using our brokenness to yeah. bless each other. Yeah. And you know what happened this morning, T? So because that happened, I prayed that this morning. I just was like, you know, I told you guys I woke up feeling sexy today. I was like, God, if that's what I thought was beautiful and sexy and nice and good for me, I want you to blow my mind. Because you know what? I just realized, right, that if I thought that was good, you actually know good good. And you actually know attractive good. And you actually know sexy good. And you actually know amazing good. So I want you to come blow my mind with a type of guy. Oh, I can see this guy coming to me now. Oh, he looked good. I just started to feel sexy. I was like... Do you see what happens when you fight the enemy, Raquel? Do you see what happens when you don't let him win? You win, babes. And the stick I got today was, I win effortlessly. Come. So it just showed me that it was confirmation that you are doing a good thing, girl. You are working on yourself. You are taking your brokenness and blessing yourself and will be able to bless another woman. When she comes and tells you that she should stay in a certain relationship, you can tell her, sis, when their memories come back up about that guy, hear what you do. Knock it down with a prayer. I've been praying lately, guys, on the watch times, on each watch time, right? Because I need to break some stuff. Tell them to think, sis. Tell them. Six. What? Listen, I called Diona yesterday. I said, D, I cannot do um, the, 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 the show with you no more because guess what? I have to pray from six to nine in that first watch time. I need to make time and I have coaching on those days too. So you know what, D, I want to do it. I don't mind. I'll come up and speak. But, you know, I don't want to take on the responsibility of doing the show. It's your time to do your thing. Because I need to make time to be in prayer. Because I've only been doing it for a couple of days since I come back, guys. And the shifts and the breaks and the pulling what I'm feeling going on in my life right now. Listen. It's healing me in a different dimension, which is making me say, I have to stay committed to this thing right now. Real committed. And when you're broken and in the brokenness, guys, I'm going to tell you the truth. You don't, you don't feel the urge to pray. You don't feel the urge to do nothing. But you know what? God sends you sisters and sends you people. This is why you can't go into solitude and make the enemy get you. Because Tanya, Diona, Cece, Keita, Word of Wisdom, Irie, Irie, you don't even know. It's because of you, little girl, I've been continuing word of wisdom. You don't even know. Because God kept showing me, it's more than you. It's more than you. It's more than you. I want to bless someone through you. I want to take your brokenness and show somebody. Please, little girl, listen to me. Come on, sis. I want you in rooms, Raquel, to teach people, to talk with people, to help people. I don't want you in your closet hiding from people. Healing's done in the community. Healing is done in the community, guys. Mama Christina, you go, sweetheart. Oh, Lord. Holy Spirit, 
your presence is here. Your, your presence is here. Your presence is here. We can feel you. Heavens open up. Come on. So, um, we're telling the beginning, you know, once God created the um, heavens and the earth, he created, you know, man and woman, and he placed them in the garden. Or that's what Genesis tells us. Genesis is the beginning. And what you just said reminded me of he left them in the garden. Yeah, and it says that Eve got tempted, yeah, and she bit the apple. So mm-hmm. it's just come to me like when you're in a relationship, that man is the apple of your eye, he's mm-hmm. the apple, he is everything, he's your desire. Yeah. And when Eve was left alone with the desire, like she took the apple, she 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 bit the apple, yeah, there was immediately a fall. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when you were left alone. And your thoughts started to think of the ex and you know the temptation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you went to prayer. You went to prayer. You had to pray away those desires, yeah, of the flesh. Yeah. And you had to go to the spirit. Yeah. And by you going to the spirit, it helps you from falling again. It helps you from they falling, tell, yeah, Mama. They tell, yeah, they tell us about falling in love. You know, some of us we gotta now know how to walk into love, not fall into it. You understand? Mm. It was the fall Come on, that the issues. Yes. Yeah. So just now, I just heard you in Genesis. Yeah. Yes. It's a new beginning. The devil likes to isolate us. The devil likes to make us think we're alone. Yes. But if we just said all things work, you know, if, if we work with God, yes. if we actually go to that spiritual place, to that, when the desire comes, it's not about what we're trying to do sometimes is shut things out, but it's about allowing it. It's about understanding that it's a natural thing to have the yin and the yang, to have yeah. the good and the bad, to have, yeah. and it's finding the balance. So you got balance in your prayer. Yes, I did. I got Away it. from the flesh. Yeah. Yes, I did. And you know what else God done? He made you stay in the room, Raquel. You, you see. You see. There was, man. There was. There was. This is why, bless my sister Raquel, I love her. And I only do group coaching at the minute. And she said, I don't, no, 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 the group coaching thing is not for me. No, 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 it's not for me. <laughs> I need to do it by myself. No, 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 I need to jump out. I said, I need you to stay in the room, sis. Mm-hmm. Because in the room, you're going to see something in those sisters yeah. that you need to heal in you. Yeah. You're going to see something in those sisters that you can bless them with. Yeah. Life is a mirror, guys. Life is a mirror. And when we start to put ourselves in the room, yeah. and we start to observe, you know, we heard something this morning, right? And it was actually a principle from Buddha, but I loved it because it said, Wisdom is understanding people. Enlightenment is understanding self. Wow. And I was again, wow. again, wow. again. Wisdom comes from understanding people. Enlightenment yeah. comes from understanding self. Wow. And I just heard wisdom differently. Mm. Because one thing that I've always chosen to do is observe people. Yeah. But not to be in their business, but to learn. From them, to yeah. To grow to take, to give, you feel yeah, me? Yeah. But I always know the greatest walk is with thyself, the greatest walk is with God and me, mm-hmm. right? And then everything else in my life mirrors that. Yeah. But some of us spend our time running, 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 <laughs> running, running, running from the blessings that are in this yeah, room. Yeah. Running from the blessings that are in this room. 
running from when our sisters speaking it rattles our core. We shrink. It's not a season for shrinking, my girl. No. It's a season for recognizing when you feel that need to shrink, stand up. Stand when you up. Feel that need to go in your closet, open the door. Yeah. When you feel that need to back down, get up. We've got a we want more. God is saying, I want all of you. Mm. I want every inch of you. I want that bit you tapped in the corner. I want that bit you put to the back. I want that bit that you didn't even think that you had. Mm -hmm. Bring it to the table and let's serve. Yes. Let's eat. Let's, let's shake the room. Yes. That's what he wants us to do. I think he has been trying to speak. Yes, Kita. Um, it's a heavy on my heart, and I just want to share it with you guys. Share it, girl. Um, seven years ago, um. I decided on the 25th of March, 2013 or 14, um, I was not going to um, have sex with anyone until marriage. And yesterday was a big thing for me. It was a commitment. I just posted a picture. It was the last that I had, <laughs> was the last that I had sex. And um, the reason why I'm sharing this is because I've been tempted quite a few times within those, those seasons. And... Um, I've not done it because I made a commitment to God that I was not going to do anything. And um, I just wanted to share that. Um, the reason I'm sharing this is because as a little girl being touched from the age of six, I thought when a guy touched you um, is a way of them showing you that they love you. And um, being touched as an older woman now shows me that's not the way a man that's not the way to love. So I just wanted to share that sometimes when we make commitments to ourselves and we keep it, mm -hmm. it's a celebration to just share that. Um, I just wanted to share that it's seven years and I'm really proud of myself because yes. I went on a rampage and God showed me where he... Like, you know when um, God is about to take you out of your season, mm -hmm. things happen, and mm -hmm. I went on this rampage of just having sex for having sex sake. Mm -hmm. And I remember just meeting people online and just having sex. And mm -hmm. it wasn't a place of, of um, I wanted to have sex. It's a place of filling a void. Filling and a void, that yeah. void is finally gone. I'm so proud that that void is gone. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I just wanted to share with anyone that's in that experience, um, maybe just commit for, for six months and, and see, just commit to you first mm. and then things can happen for you. And yeah. Then things happening for other people these other people I love so, that yeah, I just wanted to share that <laughs> Keep Keep on. On. Yeah. <laughs> listen listen your voice this yeah yeah said step up and talk today but you know what I want to say guys um Raquel let me tell you something you don't think that you're obedient you're obedient in this season. <laughs> it's going to disrupt some things. Thank you. It is going to disrupt some things. Because one thing that I'm hearing through this commitment that you said about praying, one thing that I'm hearing through this commitment that Keita said, and you guys know it's like one of my favorite quotes of all time discipline is yeah. the greatest form of self-love yeah and until we can discipline ourselves into something we don't know what love is right yeah but one thing that i've learned confidence is a result of self-love yes. and when you get confident about this spirit that god has upon you raquel when you get confident about this spirit that god has upon you kia my gosh <laughs> it's gonna do some things but we have to understand that there's a season in between that that is hard yeah 
there's a season in between that which feels like everywhere we go we're running into something else or we're trying to run from this and you know mm-hmm. back in Anguilla we say run from Jumbi Butapankasi <laughs> and you're running from this and you're running into that and you're running from this because God is saying I'm going to do something in all of you yeah I want to do something in every part of your body and let me tell you showing up there we've seen you show up where we've wanted to call the police at certain times when, when you've shown up on here Child, uh, I ain't been able to go to sleep I haven't yeah. slept because I don't know if my sister's safe <laughs> I said that I on the beginning <laughs> Raquel messaged me the other day and she said sis you can sleep now I said thank you Jesus because she knows yeah. I've been in my prayer closet for her Yeah, but I've been in my walking you know, and I know I'm not the only one, but guess what? If she kept that to herself, how would we know that the sister needed us to become prayer warriors for her? Mm. How would we know that she was in a season of darkness? I've been on these calls. I've watched Keita sit at the bottom and my spirit is saying to me, I've got to pray for Keita. Mm-hmm. I've got to pray for Keita. I've got to pray for Keita. I did pray for Keita last night. I prayed hard for Keita last night. Hmm. And I prayed that sis activates her voice. And guess what? We can hear you loud. Yes. Today. <laughs> loud and clear. Yes. Thank you so much. Listen, man. We are praying for our sister Irie today because she is going through the season of change. Yeah. She's walking it. But Irie, you are not on your own. Yeah. You are not on your own, and you've got a bag of sisters in your corner. Yes, yes, definitely. With Can ca- I just quickly add, sorry, Raquel. Go, Dee. Um, there's two things I want to add. Um, there was something God showed me last week, Friday. Oh my gosh, it's been a week. Yeah, last week, Friday. Mm-hmm. And he was saying to me that um, a lot of the times when he tells us to do something, we're thinking, oh, yeah, it's great. Um, and he'll be, it will look like there'll be, like, let's say, two blessings <laughs> attached to that obedience, right? Yeah. But he was showing me that the significance of obedience in this season isn't that you'll get, like, a small brook of blessings just come and sweep your life, but a whole river hmm. of of release will come and a lot of times we feel like blessings are all finances and this and that yeah. but it can, it can come in freedom it can yeah. come in the release to use your voice it can come in walking in the anointing that you know God has placed within you it can come in you discovering oh this thing is my power mm-hmm. so I just wanted to encourage you that the significance of this season it will change the trajectory of the next year this yeah. season, right here, hey. will, change the, will set up the trajectory for your next year. Yes. I'm declaring that over you. Amen. Because I can see it. Yes. And the second thing, um, something that you guys know, Somalia, she said yesterday, has like been ringing in my spirit. Say it, because um, you know what I was going to say to you. What did Somalia say about mm-hmm. the things we've been thinking in? Is that what you're going to talk about? That's one of, well, part of it. She said this thing on the back of that. Um, but basically she said um, when the, the way that she's become confident in God is by saying this. If the Holy Spirit has told me to open my mouth to speak, I know I will not fail because he has told me to do it. Yeah. So your confidence isn't even in yourself, but it's in the fact that you know the Holy Spirit lives within you. Mm-hmm. And if he tells you to do something, you can't fail. Because no. the Holy Spirit, he ain't designed you to fail. His plan is to prosper you and not to harm you. Yes. To give you hope and the future, not for you to drop off and fail. So I just to encourage you guys, um, keep 
Peter, when you want to open your mouth, remind yourself, the Holy Spirit has told me to, to speak. And because he has told me to speak, there is no way it is possible that I can fail. Please, Diona, before you okay. chop off there, can you just give the question that she posed that we were to sit on so that we could hear what the Holy Spirit um, would tell us that we was we was we was putting aside and not using. Yeah, so she was speaking about um, what gift are you have you squandered? That's it. Um, what gift have you squandered? And by squandered, um, it's either been something that you found really easy to do, so you never really paid attention to it, mm-hmm. or something you knew you could do, um, but you've just been lax with it. So you might know that you're a very good speaker, but you just don't really care about yeah. speaking, um, etc. Because that. I, we did that yesterday and I'm telling you, it brought up a knowingness. Two things came up and um, two things came up for me. And it's funny because the homework that I got to do from T, they came up in the homework and then she schooled me through the whole process of the homework and pulled me up and saw me where to get clear. And she put me on the right track and then boom, I went into this room and the woman said that. And then these are the two things the Holy Spirit spoke to me about again. And I was like, OMG. Okay, I know how to shift. I know how to move. So, yeah, I would say get in your quiet time and ask those questions to yourself. And like I said, for your brokenness, bless someone. It's not about dropping your bombs in the room and leaving it dirty there, but it's about giving people the turnaround. Let's work on the turnaround. We can talk about our brokenness, but give someone the turnaround so that God can, people can see the God showing up in you and you can be that living testimony. And the seven promises that I've got today for us to hold on to, to anchor to is, I will be with you. I will protect you. I will be your strength. I will answer you. I will provide for you. I will give you peace. I will always love you. And that's summarized in Genesis 28, 15, if you want to go to it. Listen, guys, this call has been really, 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 really healing for me today. Fire Friday. Fire Friday. Friday. I think that's what we need to call it. Fire Friday. Because I'm writing that down. Fire Friday. Um, You know, when you start getting with the spirit, Spirit don't allow you to, 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 to drop off. And Tanya could feel something. I was trying to go all structured with the show, yeah. the questions. Tanya could feel something and her spirit said, no, 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 no. Me, I disrupt it because you lot need to pull up certain things. And through pulling up certain things, look how many women have been able to get healed today on Word of Wisdom. I am so grateful thank you so much ladies thank you so much for all your word of wisdom that you shared you really healed me today on another level Woo.